So here's the question. In the print and packaging supply chain, how do we deliver new ideas and innovative practices to continually improve your profit, your brand, and your quality? Welcome to the Gamut Podcast, and I am your host, Jeff Collins, Director of Print Technologies for ID Alliance. We are a nonprofit global think tank serving the graphic communications industry with 12 offices strategically located around the world to better support our membership. You can support the Gamut Podcast and content like this by becoming a member at ID Alliance by going to www.idalliance.org. This episode's sponsor is Drupa, the number one trade fair for printing technologies held from June 16th through June 26th, 2020 in Dusseldorf, Germany. With 1,800 exhibitors from more than 50 nations and 260,000 visitors from around the world, Drupa underscores that it's the most relevant and important platform for the global print industry. The event is renowned for its wide range of products and international reach, reflecting the status of the industry with the latest technologies and trends. The motto for the 11-day event is Embrace the Future, focusing on education, engagement, and entertainment in an inspiring atmosphere. In a time of continuous change and transformation, Drupa 2020 is the industry's must-attend event. It provides guidance, important stimulus for sustainable and future-oriented business models, and offers a unique setting for networking. Drupa 2020 will be accompanied by a high caliber ancillary program with renowned international speakers and the special forums Drupa Cube, Drupa DNA, Touchpoint Packaging, and Touchpoint 3D Fab plus print. These will provide crucial information and inspiration. Visit the Drupa website at www.drupa.com for the latest exhibitor list, news, and tickets at reduced rates. On today's Gamut Podcast, we are speaking with Fred Thornton. He is the technical sales manager for Bodoni Press Sign, now Act for Press Tune, and he'll discuss the benefits of adopting quality management solutions for print standardization to track and monitor brand target conditions and requirements like G7, Grackle, or ISO 12647-2. And Press Sign was originally designed to help printers achieve color target standards quickly on press. It's expanded far beyond that today. And initially it was created for offset litho and it has evolved to be a leading independent color measurement software, aiding color reproduction across printing applications, including Flexo web and digital. And Fred's going to talk about how this quality management solution for print has improved communication relationships and partnerships between brand print buyers and and the print service providers. Hello there. Hey, Fred, how are you? Uh, very good, thank you. Yourself? Doing great. And uh, you're in the UK in London today, and I, I really appreciate you getting on. Fred, I'd like to start to talk about um, the difficulty sometimes in selling quality management solutions. And often there are an add value solution uh, that uh, require a uh, professional service uh, investment where we're sending out an individual to teach the staff how to use the solution in addition to the solution cell like Bodoni 
press sign. Uh, quality management solutions sometimes are hard to define the ROI uh, to a commercial printer. Uh, many of them do get it. Uh, brands definitely get it. We see many brands adopting quality management solutions like Bodoni Press Sign that can um, monitor in real time the performance of their print service providers as it uh, concerns their uh, color quality requirements like Grackle or G7 or ISO 12647-2. So we have brands that can understand it, but many print service providers, commercial printers don't uh, see the value and forego it. They'll look at a new press that is faster, has better features or uh, a new set of consumables, whether it's plates or fountain solution or ink, uh, yet they um, uh, forego uh, a solution that can teach them how to measure and monitor quality and reduce uh, waste and improve efficiency. On the OEM side, we see a, a huge advantage when we have our customers using these solutions because there's less service calls. And when there are service calls, they're purposeful service calls. So uh, I'd like to talk to you about uh, some of the things that you see and why are there, why is it a difficult sale to uh, provide a customer the ability to measure and monitor and really have that situational awareness over their presses, sometimes multiple locations if they're distributed manufacturing. And as well, they're serving their their own customers or brands that have these requirements that can communicate compliance to their brands and their buyers that the job is right. Uh, and that's um, exactly why Agfa bought the company. <laughs> uh, going back to your previous uh, kind of question, to be fair, is quite difficult to um, to assess in terms of uh, a monetary value because a lot of printers don't really understand how much quality inconsistency causes to their bottom line. You know, right. we've we've all been out on press and press passes and things like that, but they take time away from production. They require more make ready material, more time. A print shop that isn't running to a standardized target generally have more color related stoppages as well. So there's there's all sorts of quite big impacts just from running to the same target again and again and again. Right. Um, but a lot of people don't actually see realize that you know just how much it impacts. You know, you only have to have one reprint request a year and the software is pretty much paid for itself. Um, so the the people that use the software the most are the happiest because you don't get a surprise every time you use it. You only use it once a week and you're checking, you know, a, a job that uh, maybe had 20,000 sheets or, or, or something like that. If you find out that's wrong, quite painful to go back and have to do it all again. In other industries, you wouldn't think of not uh, having a quality management solution in manufacturing because uh, without it, uh, something that is not in conformance could cause injury or death. In the printing industry, we lose clients and we eat our profitability when we have to reprint a job and it doesn't match the proof. I can imagine companies have tried to be lax on on quality standards in other industries. Um, I would imagine they failed relatively quickly due to the amount of follow-on damage problems that arise using such products. Um, I always remember 
previous sales managers and directors giving the the kind of the the sales speak about uh, the bitter taste of a of a bad product lasting far longer than uh, the sweet taste of the success of winning that customer so yeah we're uh, both Ian and I, um, and also Agfa, believe in a long-term relationships with customers. So we want our product to work as well as possible and to produce best possible results for all of our clients. So it, it's hard with software, obviously, but um, you know, we, we try to deliver the best product we can all the time. Some, some people can't be touched by the, the, the cost benefit or the total cost of ownership argument. I mean, there are different types of management styles. Some businesses will will look at the, the high cost of the press and think, I need to have that running as fast as possible um, to make as much money as possible. Um, so any kind of stoppages are seen as as a cost, which is true. It's, it's you know, um, I've worked with some companies that had all of those processes optimized, all of those processes optimized to such a degree that even using the latest, uh, what would you call it, auto plate change. With the auto plate change, um, there's a period of time when, on some presses, when there is no ink being applied to paper. Such a company went back to the manufacturer and said, well, actually, having no ink being applied at that point means it takes time for us to get back up to color. We're talking about, I think, only about 12 sheets going through the press at that time. Some companies have optimized their process to the nth degree to be as as quick as possible and then not checked whether the color's right or not. It's all very well getting the job out the door as quickly as possible, but if it's going to come back, it's a cost. So there's that balance. In terms of whether those companies um, look at it and say, well, we'll accept a certain percentage of returns um, as a, the cost of doing business, that I don't know. I don't know whether that fa- you know, they factor that into their um, calculations or not. Um, just so happens that some of their customers will want a quality product. So there are different ways of attacking Attacking is a strong word, sorry. Of um, no, that's a good word. Yeah, of of, of finding a way to uh, help companies like that. A lot of our users are printing for brand managers, whether they're the brand themselves or whether they're subcontracted via a print management company. So there's that avenue to explore with certain companies. But but then there's the opposite side of things where some printers will literally not print for half a day each week because they clean the press from top to bottom. They go through, check all of the settings in terms of the chemistry and the pressures and the water balance and right. all the other things that, that help produce a stable press. They spend the time to do it. As a result, they don't have stoppages related to inconsistencies from uh, temperature or humidity because everything is controlled. Now, you could say that's overkill. Personally, I would say it's a more controllable way of working than hoping that something doesn't go wrong and then firefighting when it does. Fred, to integrate a solution like this, press sign where we're training maybe a couple operators and uh, we're targeting a specification or standard like Grackle or ISO 12647-2, what's the 
typical startup time and training time on site, uh, uh, being familiar with some of the solutions out there and uh, even a unskilled operator that may not have a good grasp of all the metrics. Usually with a couple days training, they can come up to speed pretty quickly. Um, what uh, do you see out there? Obviously, there's different size commercial printers and you know some things are at a larger scale that require more time, more presses, more time, that kind of thing. But uh, two to three days a week, what are we looking at? In terms of training for a new user, um, you're absolutely right. A couple of days is um, minimum, I would say. If they have never done process standardization or process optimization before, the, the simple fact for that is that half the time they don't have a way of calibrating uh, their monitors or their proofing system or their CTP device mm-hmm. or, or their plate making devices, uh, not necessarily fully up to date with what a lot of the, the metrics that are being measured mean in terms of delta E and dot gain or NPDC yeah. and gray balance and overprint trapping and all that, that sort of stuff. A helping hand as you go through the process is absolutely necessary. It doesn't take that long. You know, a couple of days in the grand scheme of things is, is not very long. Once people are familiar with the process, they should be able to manage it themselves. Fred, we're associated with many brands where we see a movement where the brands are becoming very knowledgeable about specifications and standards for color accuracy and consistency. And they're requiring the printers to provide them real-time quality data on their jobs before, during, make ready, um, after the pro- uh, product has been printed. And they are even taking it up to another level where they're able to monitor their print service providers performance across multiple locations and multiple presses. And they're able to see, uh, you know, which ones are uh, printing more efficiently, more consistency, what equipment they're printing on, et cetera. And this scares a lot of printers. I don't see a downside to it because one, as a uh, commercial printer, uh, quality assurance manager, that just improves my game, improves my game. And it also gives me leverage inside the plant to change the culture or help me change the culture into, you know, something more like continual improvement or lean as well. It's, you know, we pay a lot of lip service to transparency, that word, the buzzword and partnership and having that uh, relationship and that level of trust to let the brand or let your a buyer see your performance capability. I don't see a downside to it. Uh, and it shouldn't be something that's feared. Some printers don't like it, but ultimately it's a decision as to whether you want to do that work on offer. And a lot of them decide that it is worth the small investment, not only from winning the customer's business and getting that job to, to be done. The the ones that actually do it properly and invest a bit of time in training and look at their processes to make sure they're optimized in the correct way, they get a lot out of it as well. So it helps them to produce the economies of scale or you know the, the reductions in waste and, and increases in productivity 
while also becoming a valued supplier to to the brand as well. So if the brand are happy, they're probably more likely to give you more work. In fact, some of our print management companies will only give you work if you sign up to their print quality management programs, which requires the use of the software. It's it's quid pro quo. You know, it's it's do I want to do that job? What are the requirements? Well, I have to go and install some software and use it. That's seen as part of the cost of the job. The nice thing is when they actually realize it's also benefited them on the rest of their jobs, they may not have realized would happen before they agreed to it. So. So on the topic of quality management and the importance of uh, measuring and monitoring and having solutions that uh, address quality performance for color accuracy and consistency, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? Any parting thoughts? Um, I suppose I'm not allowed to shamelessly plug the, plug the software because uh, we've been doing that for hour anyway. So um, I would say that... Um, a lot of the hard work um, that goes into printing can be undone by someone forgetting to do something um, quite trivial and quite simple, but it has a, a knock-on effect. So um, whichever product you use, um, if you use it regularly, and by that I really mean pretty much on every job, um, you will find that um, – Yes, it's a bit of a pain because you have to do something um, in order to gather the data. Um, unless you're using auto mode, in which case it's all automatic, which is great for the printer. Um, but um, but other than having to set it up and actually um, get the measurements into the software, if you're receiving that data on a regular basis, um, you are going to keep the press uh, more color accurate more of the time, which means the press will be more productive with less stoppages and less waste and less color problems and less reprints, uh, which is good for everyone. It's good for the printer because it, it means their bottom line is better. And it's good for the customer because they get more, uh, more accurate print and they're happier. Mm-hmm. So everyone wins. Ed, that was wonderful. Thanks for your time. And I look forward to seeing you at Drupa. And again, thanks for doing the podcast with us. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the Gamut Podcast. If you have ideas, suggestions, or would like to join us or even sponsor future podcasts, simply email me at jcollins at idealliance.org. That's J-C-O-L-L-I-N-S at idealliance.org. Take care and have a productive day.